Hi, my name is John Kim. I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth many years ago, and I've been documenting my journey ever since, sharing my life lessons and revelations. I believe in casual over clinical, with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. Today, I wanted to give you a life tip that has helped me tremendously. It's something uh, that I started practicing about 10 years ago, and I continue to practice it today. And I have a real-life example for you, and this is why I want to make this an episode today is because um, I love using real-life examples. I don't like making shit up. I don't like, you know, well, hypothesizing. I like actually using my story and uh, examples in my own life to help people with theirs, you know. So before I get into that real quick, um, whether you're single or not, my first workbook, Single on Purpose, is out. And um, I'm not a big fan of workbooks. You know, I think workbooks can be cheesy. And so when I thought, what would this workbook look like? I wanted I wanted it to be a program. I was like, all right, let's do this for 31 days. Um, And so it's taking someone on some kind of ride, going somewhere and coming back. Anyway, if you're interested, you can pick it up. Um, It's wide. Just grab it on Amazon or click my bio link. And uh, we are all doing it together in my private community. And that part is free. All you need is a workbook. So uh, I hope to do 31 days of single on purpose, connecting to self first with you. And again, you don't have to be single to participate in this. All right, so here's my example, and I'll lead to the, the, the life tip. Um, I have a horrible pattern of um, getting obsessive. I, 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 I get obsessive um, about things and if there's something, you know, in the works that's exciting, a project, and I'm kind of waiting on someone's yes or no, depending on the project, I could get obsessive about it, wanting it, and I could lose my footing. You know, I could start to chase instead of attract. And I think when this happens, uh, the thing that you want, you actually <laughs> push further away. But in life, what happens is I get obsessed with something. And, and, you know, when I, was, uh, when I was single, maybe this thing would be a person. And then that would be the thing that consumes me and my thoughts. And the more I get obsessed with it, the more harder I'm going to fall if it doesn't work out, right? So I'm kind of like setting myself up. And so one of the things that's uh, happening in my life now, as in like this week, uh, there's a project, there's a, a, a gig <laughs> that I really want because it, uh, it's shooting in New York for a few days and, um, I love New York. I mean, the energy and just, I just love, I just love New York. I don't know if I would live there, uh, but, um, it's such a great place to be creative and to, you know, do projects and, um, so I'm, I'm super looking forward to or hoping I get this gig because it films in New York and, you know, I get to go away and, and, and work and come back and so um, have, have pizza and bagels. and Anyway, so I've noticed that, um, and this is step one, is to notice, right? Notice how you feel in your body because of your thoughts. And I noticed that I've been kind of obsessive about this and hoping, right? 
Um, I think it's totally healthy to want something, of course. That's, that's fine. And you could visualize and dream. But there's like this tipping point where your want starts to eclipse your day-to-day and what you think about. It starts to consume you, pulling you out of the present. And now you're not just wanting. You're really kind of like chasing after this. Um, and maybe maybe even losing a little little sense of self, right? Uh, the example that I'm using isn't that big, right? It's not like I'm obsessing over a person or someone I'm dating. This is just one job of many. I get it. Um, but it's kind of come out of nowhere, and it's shooting next week, so I got super excited about it. Now I want it really bad. Okay, I noticed that I'm losing footing. I noticed that I'm wanting it so bad that... Um, you know, I'm not present in moments, right? And it's subtle. It's not like I'm not present when I'm with my daughter or having dinner with friends, but I just notice it, right? I know I notice the pull. And I think that's what's important is you notice this tug, this pull. And so here's my tip. So what I do now is I create another thing that I get excited about. And it may not be like this gig and that's okay, right? Or else I'm just going to be lying to myself. Um, because one, it has to be something that you can create that you have con- con- complete control over, right? So you, you don't just go from putting weight on this where you don't have control to something else where you also don't have control. Do you know what I'm saying? Like this is dependent on someone's yes or no, right? So I'm waiting by the phone. Hey, wanted to share with you something I'm super excited about. If you go to theangrytherapist.com forward slash premium, you not only get commercial-free episodes, but also something I'm introducing called series, rotating wellness topics, but not only lessons, but what do we do with this information? How do we thread this into our life so we could change our life? Go to theangrytherapist.com forward slash premium. My backup plan, if you will, or plan B, can't also be something where you're waiting by the phone because then you're just powerless in both situations. So the other thing that you're going to get excited about has to be completely in your control and power. And so the one that I came up with is um, we have a, uh, a house in Idlewild that we use for retreats. It's become my... Um, my clubhouse, my go-to to get away. I, I love this house. And um, we're building a deck. Um, but I need to run up there to um, put some uh, patio furniture out there. And I got to I gotta pay the deck guy. I got to do some things, recharge, recharge uh, security cameras and stuff like that. And so I decided I'm going to, if I don't get this gig, go to Idlewild with a friend, right? Make it a quick getaway make it a quick um hang that's social and also getting some things done and the more that i think about it the more that i now get excited about it right um i am renting a a u-haul and we're gonna look like uh cheech and chong driving a rented u-haul with uh, patio furniture in the back but um now i'm seeing a little mini adventure now i'm seeing us shooting the shit on the way up you know Sitting in the hot tub, doing a maybe nice plunge, sauna, going for a little workout, having some meaningful meaningful conversations, connect. It's, it's uh, someone that I haven't uh, connected with in a while. And then uh, just making it a little kind of like stay, quick staycation trip, right? So 
Am I as excited about that as the uh, as you know the opportunity to go uh, go shoot this thing in New York? No, if I was to be honest with you, no, of course not. But it is still something that if the other thing doesn't work out, that I'm excited about because I'm putting weight on it consciously, and so the fall isn't going to be that bad, right? Instead of a straight drop, now I'm falling on branches. <laughs> there are things that are going to keep me. Um, there, there are things that are going to slow my fall down so I don't break legs, if you will, right? And so it's, it's one thing to do. And it also uh, puts the control back into you, right? If, if, you, if you just do nothing, you're going to swerve, meaning you're going to naturally obsess about or think about unless you just completely, you know, just go into denial and say, um, I don't want this. I don't want her. I don't want him. I don't want, you know, um, which is not going to work. I, I, I think when you start denying things that aren't honest, it amplifies it and only um, makes it harder, you know. So accept it. Yes, I want this uh, gig that just fell in my lap and I want to go to New York and eat pizzas and bagels and have a, have a quick trip. Sure. Also, if that doesn't happen, I would be excited jumping into a U-Haul and uh, loading, loading up patio furniture to deliver to our vacation home with a buddy and make it a mandate because a mandate is a mandate. Sorry. Uh, and have a meaningful experience there too, right? And so what happens is now if I get a no or the phone doesn't ring, there's still something else that I'm excited about. Now here's the other important piece. I created that for myself, and that's what's really important, right? The, the power, you take the power back when you take control of your life, and so, yeah, I created that for myself, and I could give that to myself, and it doesn't hang on someone's yes or no or the phone ringing. It's something that I choose to do, and I create, and I invite, and I execute, and I deserve, and I sit in, and I enjoy, you know? So giving yourself an experience, setting yourself up for something that you have full control over that also excites you. And this goes back to the concept of putting weight on different things. So the things that you don't have control over, for example, finding love or a partner. Um, I mean, you have, a, you have a certain amount of control, right? You could put yourself out there. You could get on dating apps. You could, you know, not say... Uh, no to any social events. You could set the intention and do do as much as you can, right? Um, but at the end of the day, you don't have full control over, over who you're going to meet and how you're going to feel about someone. So a lot of that is just kind of left um, up to the universe. And so in those situations, when you practice creating something that you have full control over, it really balances things, you know, it just levels it out a little bit more. So you're not constantly setting yourself up for disappointment. And it is a practice, it requires a a muscle, you know, um, to actually give yourself a new experience to actually because a lot of barriers to that is like, Oh, I don't know if I deserve this, you know, uh, maybe underneath, maybe, um, if you're not used to giving yourself things, oh, I don't know if it's, it's worth the time. Like all these excuses we come up with to not give us the things that we enjoy doing, you know. And so the practice of that, to actually execute it, 
uh, and taking the shell into the pole, doing you know little things that, and then bigger and bigger. Um, that 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 is self care. That is connecting to self. That is, I mean, it's the things that I talk about in my book, Sing on Purpose. Right? It's the practice of giving yourself things that you enjoy and deserve, whether that is a, a date or a trip into the woods or whatever that is. Or it could be a massage. It could be anything. A workout. Um, a cup of coffee, right? It doesn't matter how big or how small, but, but, but constantly, as a lifestyle, giving yourself these things, it empowers you and it prevents you from living a life where you're just waiting by the phone. And I know that's where things can get dark. That's where your life gets turned into a prison. That's where you go from a, a, an attracting state to a chasing state, right, which is lined with desperation, that's when you become miserable <laughs> if you're in that state for too long. And I'm saying that because I was in that state for most of my 20s and 30s. I was always waiting by the phone, crossing my fingers, hoping, you know, um, for me, it was more career related. For a lot of people, it's um, finding, quote unquote, the one or finding a life partner. I have a lot of clients who have a great life who, you know, are successful and they're happy in all areas of their life except for this one part and uh, they have not found their partner um, or who, who they want to uh, do life with. And so because of that, they obsess about it. And because they're obsessing about it, they are not, you know, they're off balance, right? The, 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 from the time they wake up to when they go to bed, a lot of their time thoughts, energy is on why haven't I found my person when everyone around me has and they're, they're getting married, having babies or whatever. I, I'm still alone. The, the clock is ticking. I'm not going to be able to have children soon. Why haven't I found my one? And constantly obsessing about that uh, grows it, spreads it like a virus. And suddenly you don't see all the other great things you have in your life. You know, like you have whatever you're building or that you're doing something purpose driven or you've got amazing friends or you have the ability to take time off or work in a way that's honest to you. You know, all these things. And then you're just focusing on this one stain. I mean, I don't think it's a stain, but you, you may see it that way. And then that stain grows and grows until you're like, all right, I can't even wear these clothes anymore. <laughs> the stain's so bad. And that's how we become miserable, or one way we become miserable. And I've been there. So the practice of putting weight on different things so you don't allow one part of your life, although important, to take you hostage. So I want to leave you with a question. What do you need to put more weight on in your life to balance it more? So you're not off-center. Or you don't feel the pull, right? That ungrounds you. What experiences can you give yourself that are not contingent on someone's yes or no so you can take the control back and feel empowered? What's getting in the way of you executing those things? Knowing that on the other side is a more whole, a more happier a higher frequency living version of yourself. And over time, if you continue to do that, uh, you will fall more into an attracting state than a chasing state and stars will line up 
the energy that you push out there, the frequency you live on matters. And although you may not see it, I guarantee you people will fall from the sky, opportunities will happen, um, and, and, and they'll kind of be seamless, you know? So, hope that was helpful for you. I'm going to stop obsessing about this New York gig and start obsessing or putting more weight on um, a quick Idlewild trip, which I have full control over. Thank you for listening. Be well.